0: Today, in our time, in the New Testament church, each of us who are born again and believe in God have been given the Spirit of God to dwell in us. This is entirely different from the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, the people went to the prophets to inquire of God, to see what the will of God was for their lives. In the New Testament, each of us have the Holy Spirit in us. We go directly to God in prayer because we belong to Jesus Christ. And we lay everything out in front of God and pray to Him, asking Him to show us His will in the matter at hand. We have in us the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit of Jesus communicates the will of Jesus and the information we need for this present life. The Holy Spirit teaches us all things. I believe that spiritual and secular. I used to have a business and I always prayed for God to show me the items that I should purchase for my business. And every item that I ever purchased sold. And I never did have a sale at my shop during the years the business was open until right at the end when I closed the shop to go into the ministry. I always prayed asking God to show me what I should purchase. I depended on God. I had already seen these scriptures about that which the Holy Spirit does for us. And I believed them. John chapter 14, verse 26. John chapter 16, verse 13. When He, the Spirit of truth, is come, He will teach you all things. See, that's what I was going on concerning my business. He would teach me all things. He would teach me what to buy. I didn't know. My wisdom was from God. It never failed. He would remind us of everything Jesus has said to us. There was a time when my best friend, who was raised Baptist, when I was a new Christian, she came to me and said, Joni, you've got to learn to memorize scripture. And I said, I do? And she said, yes. So she enrolled me in something called Bible Memory Association. And I had to memorize one scripture a week and recite it to Donna. And she would turn it into the association. That is a very fleshly way of approaching memorizing of scripture. But we didn't know any better. Neither one of us at that time knew how the Holy Spirit works. But in John chapter 14, verse 26, it says, When he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will remind you of everything Jesus has said. And if you live those scriptures, if you really live them, doing them, you won't forget them. He will also guide us into all truth, one step at a time, He will guide us into all truth. Pam Tanchett tells the most interesting story about this. There was a strong wind one night at her house and all of her electrical devices began going off one at a time or many at a time. And she smelled something that was like an odor of smoke, electrical smoke. She found that one of her Power surge things that she had electrical equipment in, in plugged in. It had gone out, and it didn't damage the equipment, but it had damaged the electrical surge. She said it was also overwhelming to her that she just got in bed, back in bed, and pulled the cover up over her head, and said, "I can't face this." Basically, speaking to God. In a few minutes, there was one thing she thought of doing. So she got up and did that one thing. And as she was going back to bed, there was another thing she thought of doing. And she did that. See, this is the Holy Spirit guiding her into all truth. Helping her. For the Holy Spirit helps us in the times of trouble. Very soon, she had almost everything put back together. God helps us. And one of the things the Holy Spirit does, by the will of God, as we need to know, he shows us things to come. It's not like fortune-telling, where you're seeking to know things to come. With God, it is By his will, he will show us things to come. There was one time back in 1980s, I believe it was, that I had a word from God. Gold is $600 an ounce. At that time, gold was selling for $286 an ounce. I really did believe that that word I'd heard was from God. I began taking excess money and buying gold coins, cougarands. For probably 10 years or so, this I did this. At one point in time, I had learned that gold had reached the price of $600. To me, that was when I was supposed to sell. It's not a matter of making money. I know gold is far more than that today. But I felt the instruction I had from God was buy the gold and sell it at the price of 600 And one of the things I used it for was to go on radio in Lubbock, Texas when I lived there because I did not have to take up offerings at that time. Pay for radio broadcast in Lubbock, I just sold that gold and paid for the broadcast. So I know God can show us things to come. One thing that I was shown in dreams, and this was, I really don't understand, but I had three dreams on this same subject. In one dream, I was in a tall glass building, and it was as the building began to shake. It was as if bombs had fallen on the building. And I heard, this is not the first bombing, but the second. There was another dream where I was sitting in a cafe, and all of a sudden, something happened, and sirens began going past us, one after another. There was another building where I was with my mother in New Jersey and looked over at New York City. And smoke was just covering the lower end of Manhattan. All three of those dreams were about the destruction of the World Trade Center. I had those dreams in the 1980s. I had no idea what they meant. But when the attack hit the World Trade Center, I even saw my dream taking place As I watched the story, because I'd already seen this shown me by God, I don't know why I would have been shown something like this unless it was just to show me that God does lead us by dreams and they do come to pass when he has given us a dream. We might not have the correct interpretation. We have to be careful with that because I've made that mistake before. So we have to be careful about what the dream means. The Holy Spirit searches the heart of God to show us the things of God and the will of God and the things given to us by God. We read that in First Corinthians chapter 2. In Hebrews 1, God who at sundry times and in divers manners spake in time past, unto the fathers by the prophets hath in these last days spoken unto us by his son the holy spirit is the spirit of jesus the holy spirit brings us the word from god directly to our minds to show us the will of god and to comfort us in situations pertaining to this present life. When the Holy Spirit speaks to us and brings us an idea of what to do, you can know this. If you follow the Holy Spirit, the fruit of the Holy Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness temperance if it is not the holy spirit speaking the fruit will be hatred emulation strife heresies exactly opposite to what the holy spirit brings if you follow another spirit or you follow your own flesh and its desires you will produce the works of the flesh but if you follow What the Holy Spirit brings to your mind, then you produce the fruits of the Holy Spirit. And we can know the difference between the fruits of the flesh and the fruits of the Holy Spirit when we read Galatians 5. Because in Galatians 5, it tells us exactly what the fruits are of the flesh, exactly what the works of the flesh are. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness. Idolatry, witchcraft, which would be living in superstitions. Hatred, that is such a key fleshly work, hatred. We have our flesh rise up from time to time against another person. Unless it's a righteous indignation and of God, then we are most often confusing and destroying ourselves by going in that way of hatred. How do we keep hatred under control? We turn to God with the problem and lay it out before God and ask Him to help us. We can pray the same thing David prayed, Psalm 51 Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Variance is a work of the flesh that's always arguing and debating with the other person. Emulation is a work of the flesh that's trying to outdo everybody. Wrath, wanting revenge, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revilings and such like all of those are works of the flesh the apostle Paul goes on and says of the which I tell you before as I have told you also in time past they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God we learn as we turn to God to go another way the way of God, which is opposite from the way of the flesh. We keep our flesh under control by choosing to go in the way shown us by the Spirit of God in the situation with which we are dealing. The Holy Spirit of Jesus leads us to do the following. Galatians 5. When we follow the Spirit of God and what He shows us, We will produce the fruits of the Spirit of God, which are love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law, for we fulfill the law by walking in the way of the Spirit. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. So every time we follow the Spirit of God, we go in the way of God and we keep the flesh crucified by the Spirit of God because the Spirit of God will not let us go in the way of the flesh doing the thing the flesh wants us to do. So Paul says in Galatians 5.16, This I say then, Walk in the Spirit, following the Spirit of God, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. We have a great gift from God in the New Testament church, and that is the Spirit of God who leads us. We don't have to go to the prophet to find out what to do, though there are prophets still in the church today. We know that by Ephesians chapter 4, that after Jesus arose, after he was crucified, he gave gifts to the church. He gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, and some teachers for the work of the ministry, for the edification of the body of Christ. So we have prophets in the church today, but it's not like the Old Testament where the people had to go to the prophet to inquire of God. You go directly to God today through Jesus Christ. And we are each given the Holy Spirit at the time we are born again. We are sealed with the Holy Spirit. Paul makes it very clear to us in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16. Paul says, Know ye not that ye are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? So, having the Spirit of God in us to teach us all things, remind us of everything Jesus has said to us, guide us into all truth, and show us things to come as God wills. Having the Spirit of God in us, learning what the voice of the Spirit of God is like, it's really rather simple. The Spirit of God, when He speaks to me, it is usually to give me an option. I'll be thinking, I could do this, and He'll often say to me, or you could do this. It's a gentle spirit. The devil tries to drive us. He drives us by fear. If you don't tell them now, if you don't tell them this now, then they're not going to be saved. Have you ever heard that voice? I'll bet if you're a parent you have. That's the devil trying to drive you. If it's the Holy Spirit wanting you to say something, it's usually very gentle and just in the form of a memory. When you're with them, you'll be reminded of something, and you speak that. That's the difference between the devil trying to lead you and the Holy Spirit leading you. And both will try to lead you. Thank you for allowing me to speak to you today.